Well, hello again from Hunter's Ale House in Mount Pleasant. It's week two of the Coach Mack Show, joined by Brock Gutierrez. Coach McElwain is in the building. He's going to be here today. Actually, he's walking up to the stage right now. I'm so excited. A little bit different than last week, right? Yeah, he was AWOL. He was, but uh, we have him back here. We're excited to talk about the uh, Missouri Central Michigan opener, and then we've got Robert Morris coming up. Uh, as the Chippewas will open at home at Kelly Short Stadium. Nothing like that, Brock, coming home for the first time to play in front of the home fans, really, for the first time in two years. Yeah, it should be, uh, it's going to be awesome just to, to get back in the home stadium. And it's obviously going to be sunny, and it's going to be beautiful out, as it always is at Kelly Shorts. And, uh, and uh, looking forward to it. A nice, uh, I think it's, what, a 3 o'clock kick? Three o'clock kick. Three o'clock kick. We'll be on the air at two. You get there bright and early. Aren't you up in the booth at like 7 a.m.? I'll be one of the guys in the parking lot just (laughs) making sure everybody's uh, behaving. And uh, uh, plenty of time to kind of tailgate. So come on out to Kelly Shorts. Enjoy the great day. Parking attendant, I I believe, is also in your responsibilities. Just keeping an eye. Just a steady hand to make sure everything's okay. Well, we'll look forward to that. But certainly can't wait to see the Chippewas take the field. Marching Chips will be out there. The home fans. 3 o'clock on Saturday. What do you say we talk about that? We'll talk about that first game and just check in and see how Coach Mack is doing after a chaotic week. That's all coming up. And then we'll talk with the running backs as well. Cornell Jackson, running backs coach, Lou Nichols, Darius Bracey, all here as we are ready for the second Coach Mack show here in the fall. We'll be right back and bring on the head coach in his third year, Jim McElwain from Central Michigan. Right after this on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. You trained for this all year. Endless hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance, all without spilling a drop of your ice-cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. We're back for week two on the Coach Max Show live from Hunter's Ale House. Adam Jackson, Brock Gutierrez, and the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> the guy that skipped his first show of the fall, Jim McElwain. How the heck are you doing? Well, good. I figured we did all those podcasts. <laughs> we could get away with that, right? And uh, But, no, I'm doing great and, and uh, excited to be back at it. Well, tell us a little bit about off the off the football field, just health-wise. Take us through last week and what a roller coaster ride I'm sure that was for you. Yeah, pretty bizarre. Um, you know, wasn't feeling great or whatever, and kind of went to get it checked out on uh, Thursday morning, I guess it was, or Wednesday morning, I can't remember. And um, next thing you know, they said, hey, we got an ambulance for you. We got to go get surgery. And I'm like, wait, wait. No, we're going to talk about this. <laughs> you know, like, isn't there something, you know, it, first words out of our mouths were, uh, you know, we got a flight to catch on Friday. So if we do it, can I make that or can we just wait till Sunday? And uh, neither one was an option, but uh, <laughs> just so proud of the way the guys um, um, handled it. And, and I can't say enough for our coaching staff and, and the players. I, I, you know, I tell you what, sitting there at home, uh, they belonged. And, and that was a good thing. Yeah, there's no doubt about it, just watching that game unfold, and we can get into it a little bit, but uh, certainly felt like you had a chance to win that game, and, and uh, you don't you don't get starstruck by going and play uh, an SEC school. You go in and you hit them in the mouth and play as hard as you can, and, 
and uh, was, you had a chance of winning at the end of the game, so you can't ask for much more. You no, know? you can't. And, uh, you know, like I told our guys before, I, I, I came in on Friday before they uh, went to work out, and, um, and I just told them, I said, look, here's one thing. You guys belong, all right? Don't go in there and don't think that you don't. And uh, you know what? Go enjoy the atmosphere, enjoy the game, but more importantly, you know, go in and, and, and play your ass off. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I thought there were a lot of things. And, and here's the one thing. When you come back from a game like that, then you can realize, you know what, we let one slip away. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And everything was, was correctable. That, that's the good thing. Yeah, I would agree with that. Just uh, obviously you've had a chance to look at it and study a little bit more and we just watched it in real time, but uh, certainly some things that were done very, very well. It was a, and Adam and I talked about it on the long ride home. It was just, uh, you know, that that was a great learning experience. And a lot of a lot of young guys got to play, and yeah. uh, you know, a lot of guys that played last year in a new position had six games and came out, and there was there were some great performances all, all around. And like you said, nothing was was not correctable. So yeah, and and uh, you know, you, you, the one thing you got to learn about playing on a road a little bit is you got to come over or overcome some adversity um you know maybe missed a couple of holding calls in there i'm sure you were going crazy <laughs> on a couple of those uh, explosive runs they had oh yeah and uh you know I, I actually hugged troy brown on on sunday and uh said man i feel sorry for the mugging you just took yeah but, there was uh, uh there was a lot of um let's just say <laughs> when you're halfway through the fourth quarter and the other team hasn't had a penalty yet and i've never been one to blame refs for anything it usually evens itself out throughout the course of a game, but that yeah. one I was a little bit maybe uh, <laughs> eight, taken aback by, I guess. Yeah, eight to nothing penalties yeah. on CMU to Missouri heading yeah, into the it, fourth quarter. Yeah, and you don't, you don't. I mean, you probably don't have that conversation with the players because, no. you know, if you're you're getting called for pass interference, you gotta you gotta utilize the right technique, you gotta move your feet, you gotta do all those things right. But there were yeah. some that were a little bit ridiculous. <laughs> no, but it, and it, again, those are all things that happen, and, and yet. You know, learning how to overcome. I yep. mean, that's the next step is uh, that stuff happens in the game of football, and, and we just got to learn how to overcome. But I thought there were some really good performances. I, I thought Ja'Cory Sullivan really showed up, uh, you know, where, where I'm not oh, yeah. sure a year ago, um, you know, we really saw him uh, to this, to that level. And, and I thought that he really, really showed up in that ball game, uh, you know, on the offensive line. I thought, you know, both tackles um, – Played pretty darn well. Um, obviously, need to keep working on some of the um, protection stuff when we can bang it back. You know, yeah. tracking the mic, which uh, you know, the speed of the game got us a little bit up front. Well, I would, add, you know, when you look at the stats, I think there was what eight sacks, right? Something like that, eight or mm -hmm. nine. But you know, as an offensive lineman, you take a, a huge offense to that. And then as I was watching that game. Um, you know, there's a lot more than just offensive line that goes into blocking. So, Absolutely. I mean, maybe talk a little bit. Was some of that um, some young backs that missed some pickups, right? So, or they were delay blitzing you a little bit. You know, that was the you thing know, right there. When you got a young yeah, back, they, they, they check and then they get there. out of there, and then That's, there's a guy running free. You, you hit it on the head. I mean, the delay blitz actually caused us issues, and it's something we work. You know, it's something that, that he had done previously in 2019 as, as a defensive coordinator for the Cleveland Browns. And, uh, you know, it got us a couple times. Those were a couple early, you know, yeah. of those sacks, and, and we got that pretty well and straightened out. And that's a big on. NFL blitz. And then yeah. another one they brought, uh, you know, two off the weak side yeah. a couple of times. And if you don't have enough guys to block him, you got to throw the ball or, yeah. or something. How much of that was also – 
maybe some young receivers and a young quarterback missing some yeah. some hot reads and not breaking the route off. You know, we missed a hot, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, one in particular that, that we needed to get out and, and uh, you know, he'd love to have back. But, you know, the other piece is, is, is tracking your guys, you know. Um, you know, once you make your mic declaration, you know, if that – if that back, if that linebacker's running to the other side of the field, guess what? If something's leaving, something's coming. You better be getting your ass back there. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> so, absolutely. Yeah. So I just, uh, you know, I point that out because sometimes the old line gets. Yeah, and they shouldn't. They, I tell you what, they match the physicality of those guys in that game. You, I would agree. You, yeah. you look at how we ran the football against an SEC front. Um, you know, we felt like we could going into it. And uh, it definitely showed. I mean, uh, I was really proud of that fact. I was too, and I would tell you that I think this offensive line is one of the better ones that, that we've had around here in a while, so I'm very excited. I think that's going to be a strength of the team. Coach Cummings wanted me to say out loud publicly that it was all coaching, but uh, yeah, <laughs> no, we aren't going to let that happen. <laughs> and you certainly look at the, the total yards, uh, the rushing yards, the passing yards. CMU had one more first down. You said your team belonged. Well, you can just look at the stats. They certainly did in a lot of those major categories. Well, and, and you know, you go on the road and uh, against a good opponent, you can't turn the ball over. Mm. And, uh, you know, that, that really – that really hurt us down there, uh, especially when we were going in. Um, you know, that was a misguided throw that you'd love to have back. And, and yet there again, that was actually on one of those delay blitzes. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, so, you know. And he got hit in the mouth, too, when he threw it, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, thinking the guys accounted for, <laughs> right? So, uh, but at the same time, uh, you know, that, that's why you play the game. And, and uh, again, I, uh, I was proud of our guys and really proud of, of the staff. How about Jacob Sermon? I mean, that's his first career start. You mentioned it, meeting with the media. He had thrown, I think, just four passes in his collegiate career, but he starts seven for seven. He, of course, leads the touchdown drive right after your defense faces a little bit of adversity. How did you think the sophomore handled himself in his first start? You know, I didn't ever see a panic. And even when he did get hit, you know, he gets right back up. And, and uh, you know, I thought that was really real positive. And, and uh, you know, there again, without being there in person like you guys were, um, just in watching the game on television, you, you, you actually said, you know what, this guy belongs at mm. this level of football. Yeah, he certainly looked the part, and uh, we expect to see more great things for him. Near, nearly 300 yards, the touchdown, and uh, got the team rolling right away. We're going to talk about Robert Morris when we come back, uh, the second opponent. Uh, the Chippewa schedule in the first home game coming in. Uh, did you want to get a, a Bud and Bud Light beverage joke in now, yeah. or should we save that for no, later? No, I'll tell you what, I just am really happy for the <laughs> Fabiano brothers and Bud and Bud Light and everything that we do and uh, really appreciate uh, all the things they do. But uh, more than that, I, I tell you what, I'm excited as heck to have a home game. This will be super. Yeah, well, absolutely. We'll be doing the radio show again. It's it's all exciting. Yeah. It's like, we've, like we never had it done before. He picked the perfect week to miss, right? Just stay for the home game so he didn't have to travel. Yeah, there you, you go. Just slide that one under there. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> if, if, if they'd have won that one, I'd have maybe gone to Amy and said, hey, maybe I'll just do home games. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, second segment here, we're going to go ahead and bring up Karen and ask her what Coach Mack was like watching the TV, yelling yeah. at it, reserved. We'd love to see that besides, uh, behind the scenes footage. Of, uh, I, I know we've got to go to a break but i'll tell you this you, you want to talk about getting worn out i mean you're in a recliner at nine o'clock in the morning and the last game doesn't get over till 2 30 in the morning hard right. day's work and i mean it's a hard day's work it I is mean, a hard day's I mean, work i mean i tell no you problem. what i was wore out 
Yeah, you want to talk about a hard day's work? Adam and I drove home all the way straight through. Got home at 6 in the morning. That was a hard day's work, too. Well, you know, I tell you what, at least you had conversation. Yeah, we did. We did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll continue our conversation. Uh, Robert Moore, Central Michigan, coming up 3 o'clock at Kelly Short Stadium on Saturday. You're listening to the Coach Max Show right here on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Back at Hunter's Ale House for show number two of the Coach Mac show. I'm used to saying the Coach Mac podcast, but uh, how about being back in person? We haven't been in Hunter's Ale House in a couple of years, Coach. And, and you know what? I just love the fact all the people out here enjoying the great food down here at Hunter's, and, and they do such a fantastic job. They, they actually are one of the people in town that, that uh, help feed our team periodically, and, and uh, my hat's off to them and, and how, how they take care of us. Well, this is one thing we're checking off uh, the list of things we didn't get to do last year. The next thing will be Saturday, being back at home, and yeah. it will be the first time that fans, supporters get to appreciate the new atmosphere that is Kelly Short Stadium with the Chippewa Champion Center. Yeah, and, and uh, I, I, you know, our event staff has, has been putting some great things together to make the game day experience, uh, you know, uh, what it should be. And, um, you know, for us, getting back to understanding we've got to defend our home turf we've got to make that place a place that no one wants to play or wants to come to and uh, because of the fans and i'm excited for the the students are going to be you know able to go and and it should be a lot of fun and and look they've had you know a whole year off so you know now let's come back and fill that place yeah, it's going to be a great day for football. I think everybody in the community is pretty excited, and I know, and I know that I am for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's right. I want to talk first just uh, about that entrance, right, because you, you guys are going to kind of come through the club. down. So kind of take fans and uh, just people in general through how you enter the field now here in 2021. Well, yeah, coming out of the locker room where there's actually a, a concrete slab that everybody uh, that came out of that old uh, locker room there in the end zone uh, crossed at one time. I, I think that that's something that's pretty special. But then coming down the hallway with the lights and then opening into the VIP club and coming right out of the middle of the the uh, uh, new facility right there uh, should be pretty cool. And obviously this being a special occasion, uh, uh, the 20th year of, of September 11th, uh, we've talked to our team quite a bit about that. And uh, you know, what it meant. And when I spoke with the captains today, it was really interesting. You know, I asked Troy Brown, how old were you? He said two years old, you know. <laughs> um, you know, I asked uh, uh, Gage Kresge, and, and, of course, he's a veteran. He was four. So he, he had – but then <laughs> the rest of the guys, I don't even think were born yet. Right. And uh, we're going to actually do something special. You know, we're going to uh, have Bailey Smith, uh, who's a quarterback for us on our team that actually uh, – former Army Ranger that put four tours of duty um, over in Afghanistan. And um, he's going to lead the team out. And he's, on, he's one of our team captains as well, uh, carrying the American flag. And, and uh, you know, I, I've got goosebumps talking Me about too, it. Coach. You know, yeah. um, it's uh, to think what this guy did and, and what so many had done uh, to give us our freedoms in, uh, on the 20th anniversary of, something 
where none of us ever thought that we could ever be attacked on our home soil. You know, everything always happens somewhere else. And, uh, you know, for that, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, uh, to Bailey leading us out onto that field. Coming right through the people in the VIP club, spilling out into the end zone uh, should be a great thing. Well, you talk about your team being young when that happened. Certainly somebody that can provide them some perspective about what that type of life is like. Uh, Bailey Smith can certainly check off that box. No, absolutely. And, and you talk about a guy that's great in the locker room and, and great for our kids. And, uh, you know, when we have a hard workout, he just kind of looks and kind of <laughs> giggles, you know, like <laughs> do, they really, do they really know what it is? That's you know? a true statement. Yeah. yeah. Jim McElwain, Brock Gutierrez joining us here on the Coach Max Show. Let's talk about Robert Morris, uh, your first opportunity to get in the win column in week two. Tell us what you know about the Colonials coming in here. Well, they, they played an abbreviated spring schedule a, a year ago where the, they were able to get three ball games in. And, and previous to that, um, you know, they, they played Buffalo actually, you know, in, in 2019, a team that put it on us pretty good. And these guys – these guys hung with them the whole way there at, at Buffalo. And, and uh, uh, Bernard Clark, their, their head coach, I've, I've known him uh, previous stops and, and uh, does a fantastic job of recruiting. I think you guys will be impressed uh, with some of their speed uh, that they've been able to bring in there, um, re recruit heavily in the south, um, very active on defense, which uh, we've got to do a fantastic job up front now kind of going from a power game against a big, you know, Missouri team to, you know, a group that, that's going to be, you know, slanting and, and looping and, and doing all those kinds of things. Uh, you know, offensively, um, Gabe, Gabe Lavar is their offensive coordinator that was actually uh, one of our GAs at the University of Louisville. And uh, watching his offense, uh, it, it kind of makes you proud to kind of watch and, and see <laughs> how he does it and, and uh, does a fantastic job. So, you know, for us, it, it, it's another opportunity, and more importantly, it's an opportunity for us to go out and play the best we can play. little unique because it's roles reversed, right, from last week where you're kind of that underdog hoping to go in and show that you do belong with an SEC team. Now they're kind of that underdog hoping they can show in uh, an FCS team to come in battle with an FBS team. As you mentioned, they hung in against Buffalo in 2019. Yeah, I had a long talk this week uh, Actually, with uh, the head coach of James, James Madison that, that um, obviously had a fantastic year last year, I believe uh, played in the, the championship for 1AA, and, and uh, Sig was our receiver coach when I was at uh, Alabama. And he gave me some a little bit of insight, you know, because they play him pretty much every year. And, and uh, you know, he, he said the one thing about them is, is they'll surprise you. And I said, what do you kind of mean by that? He said uh, – the way they compete and the way they run, it, it'll surprise you a little bit. And they hung in. I mean, last year, again, James Madison was second, and uh, Robert Morris ended up losing 36-16. But for a team that didn't get to play any home games, had half their schedule And it was actually out. tied going into the fourth quarter. Mm. Uh, there were some mm. garbage points at the end, and, and that's exactly what Sig said. You know, I mean, uh, you know, this, it, it's, it's a team that, that our guys are going to have to go out and play their tails off. Well, and speaking about that, how do you, you know, that's something that you really got to focus on. You go down and, you, and everybody's pretty amped to play an SEC school. Then they're coming home. You can 
Yeah, there can no. tend to be a letdown. I don't want to say yeah. trap game no. or anything like that, that, that you know, but it right. but it does happen. So just uh, you know, that's up to the coaching staff to to get them ready to show them why they can't have a letdown. Uh, and so on and so forth. So, so how do you do that? How do you prepare that team, this team, to to get ready? Well, I think one of the really good things is it's opening day, and yeah. uh, for us at home, if you, you know, can't get jazzed yeah, up for that, I mean, you yeah. know, what the heck? Yeah. And uh, and yet, um, like I tell our guys, it isn't about you know that 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 being jacked to go out and play. It's about being prepared to go mm-hmm. out and play, and to play at a certain level that you have that you expect to play to. And uh, it doesn't matter that the, the opponent, whether it was Missouri or whether it's Robert Morris, the opponent it shouldn't matter. It should be simply about our own ability and each one of the players' ability to go out and play to their best, the best they can play. And uh, that starts with a week of preparation, which I felt was pretty good. Yeah, it's a lot easier to fly around. And, and be physical and do those types of things when you know exactly what you're supposed to do on every single play and every look and you've done the film study and it just makes it a lot easier all the way around because you're not playing tentative. No, know, that's so. exactly right. And, and um, you know, it's like, um, like I kind of tell them, you know, y- you play the game throughout the week, mm-hmm. okay, but you hold that juice and energy a little bit. Don't play it on on Monday or Tuesday, the excitement of the game. Right. But you've got to play the technique of the game and the preparation of the game as you go through the through the week with all the installs. And, and uh, you know, we had a good, perfect Thursday today. I was excited the way they went out there and, and, and performed. And, and uh, you know, I'm excited to see them come out and play at home. Um, I'm, I'm really happy about that. Yeah, we can't wait for it. 3 o'clock Saturday, Robert Morris, Central Michigan. You know, we were pretty excited about the running backs and uh, the rushing attack. So I think we got to get into that next. Cornell Jackson, third-year running backs coach for Central Michigan, coming up here to join us as we continue on the Coach Max Show here from Hunter's Ale House. It's the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Continuing on the Coach Max show here in Mount Pleasant, it's Hunter's Ale House. Adam Jackson, Jim McElwain, and the running backs coach, Cornell Jackson. Take away, Coach Mack. Cornell, thanks for being here, man. Oh, Coach, I appreciate it. Glad to be here. Yeah, that's right. And so, uh, you know, you, you've uh, you've done a heck of a job, and obviously uh, as, as we kind of went in, we felt that uh, the running back room, you know, might have been, you know, probably our strongest room from top to bottom. Talk a little bit about uh, the guys. Obviously, the loss of Kobe was huge. Correct. Uh, talk a little bit about the guys in the room. You know, i tell you what, Coach. I, I'm pleased with the guys in the room. Uh, they come to work every day. Uh, they understand the scheme. You know, and, and they're great teammates. Uh, you know, Lou is uh, basically a three-year returner. Uh, he's doing an outstanding job for us. Uh, was fortunate enough to get Bracey from the defense. That's right. We stole him. Yeah, we stole him from the defense. <laughs> and uh, really, Coach Aiky wasn't real happy about <laughs> no, that when we said no. Bracey's coming over to offense. No, not at all. I tell you, Bracey's done a nice job. He's bought into it. He's bought into the offense. Uh, I think he was a quarterback, running back, slash in high school. Mm-hmm. So it's all we had to do was t- teach Bracey just terminology. Uh, we, we have some fine young running backs. Uh, uh, Marion Lukes, who will be an outstanding player, did a nice job for us against Missouri. Miles um, uh, Bailey, uh, who is uh, another excellent football player, and also uh, uh, DJ uh, Stephanie. Yeah, so uh, when when you look at that, uh, with that depth, and, and uh, 
kind of who is 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 and, and I'm going to ask these guys kind of what it was you know when Kobe uh, obviously had the misfortune you know and and the injury but um, how have they kind of rallied around and and uh, you know to pick up uh, where he left? You know you know Kobe was the leader for us because he played for us for the last three years. You know but but I saw a growth in Lou uh-huh. once uh, Kobe went down and I saw also saw that growth in uh, uh, Bracy because. They knew now that, hey, you know what, we got to step up, man down, it's our turn now. So they've done an outstanding job. Even the young guys have bought in and, and worked hard every day in practice. Not one single player has let down. No, that's right. So t- tell us what year of coaching this is for you now. <laughs> let me think, Coach. If everybody's got a little bit of time here, let me think. <laughs> uh, I think this is year 32. Year 32. That's, that's right. That's yeah. it, huh? Yeah. Year 32, and he said, Multiple guys uh, playing in the National Football League and and uh, thousand yard rushers and and even has coached on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, I spent some time on the defensive ball when I coached at the University of Washington and University of Houston, where I co- and the University of Mexico and Kansas State, where I coached defense coach. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I'm cutting it off. <laughs> so 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 where did you? Uh, how do you think that helps you? You know, as far as being on the defensive side of the ball, then then obviously your natural position of coaching uh, running backs. You know, I, I think it helps me out from the standpoint of how's the defense going to fit plays. Yeah. You know, how are they going to fit them run plays? And then also, I used to be a safeties coach. Uh-huh. You know, so I think it helps from the back end understand. You know, how they're going to play the, the the back end of the coverage. Sure. So that is helping. How are they going to fit runs? That's right. Uh, originally from Mississippi. Yes, originally from Mississippi. Uh, that's where mom and dad are from. That's where I was born. My dad was a military man. Uh-huh. He spent 23 years in the Air Force. Sure. And mom was a, a mom. That's right. <laughs> had to, had to, had to kind of go. How, how about that growing up? Like how many different places, you know, did, did you uh, kind of transfer to? You know, I think, of, you know, probably about four or five, uh-huh. you know, as a young age, because uh, there were seven of us. Right. There were seven kids, and mom didn't work, dad worked. Right. So it it was uh, kind of like coaching. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was gonna say, you know, the 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 moving around like yeah. like like we uh, like we do, yeah. uh, it probably helped you a little bit. Yeah, you know, it, of course, you know, when you when you leave somewhere as a young age, you know, you have friends and you you get a little sad, but then you move to another place and you you get new friends and you just keep adding on to your friends like coaching. That's right. Yeah. Um, you know, as you guys, uh, as we've sat in and, and broken down Robert Morris, kind of tell us some of the keys that you think offensively uh, in this game plan that, that we need to make sure we handle. You know, like you know, like everywhere, it's going to start up front, Coach. Yeah. Uh, you know, defensive line-wise, they're a good team. They're strong up front. Uh, they got two tackles that are 295 to 300 pounds. Yeah. You know, and can move. No, so I think everything is going to start with right there. And they got great skill too in the secondary. Yeah, I, I, I was really impressed with the cover of their corners. Yeah. You know, they they do a heck of a job, and and they'll leave them uh, on islands oh, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, they do a nice job of covering man. You know, they do a nice job of bringing the safeties down to fit the run. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're a really good football team. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, it's it's as uh, we kind of look forward to uh, to Saturday. And you obviously growing up in a military family, right. it being, um, you know, uh, September 11th. Uh, Correct. And what, what occurred 20 years ago. Uh, tell me a little bit what that means to you. You know, of course, we all remember where we were. Yeah. You know, we as coaches, we were coaching. Mm-hmm. I was in a snack room. Yeah. 
you know, and when that happened, you know, because I have a brother and sisters, they were in the military at the time. Right. You know, so the first thing that came to mind, well, we can't let this happen. Yeah. You know, and uh, I knew my brothers and sisters were going to, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to go. You know, I've had brothers-in-laws that went too. You know, so, you know, that moment was uh, uh, very tough for me being a military guy. I knew my families would have to go and, and do things that they signed up for. Right. You know, and, and uh, you know, when you see the things right now that, that uh you know, or even on television, but just the first responders and the mm-hmm. way our company or our our country uh, had the resolve kind of to come back, man. That, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, really awesome. You know, to for those firemen yeah. and those policemen that had to run towards yeah. instead of run away, you know, I mean, what can you say? That's right. I mean, most people would probably run away. They ran towards. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh you know, I tell you what, um, I'm looking forward to watching your guys perform on on Saturday as I am. You know, uh, Adam always gets on me about talking about explosive plays, <laughs> right? I mean, and uh, if, if you can come up with a better name, I'll I, say I that. Got coin know. something new? Yeah, I mean, okay. I'm good. But Maybe we ask uh, Lou or Darius because they both had explosive plays that's right. on Saturday. So maybe they got something. We that's bring right. Them up. Yeah, I'll, I'll be excited to hear what their answer is going to be to that question. But, uh, Cornell, thanks, man. Thanks, Coach. And uh, i tell you what, you, you talk about a quality guy, a quality coach, and, and a guy that's truly in it for the players, man. That's, this is what's great about this coaching staff. Keep doing what you're doing. We feel like we got a little snippet of what this year could be. Can't wait for it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll talk to the guys doing it. Lou Nichols, Darius Bracey. We'll get one of those guys coming up here next on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. There you go. ready for game two in Mount Pleasant the first one in Mount Pleasant in 2021 Central Michigan against Robert Morris and I tell you what the Chippewas are happy to have the guy to our left on their team uh, they call him Sweet Lou but he doesn't look very sweet on the football <laughs> field coach Mac I, I think I call him that because you know I mean I, I'm not sure anybody else does but uh, but we're so happy to have Lou as part of our program and welcome to the show man thanks Glad to be here. All right. So you're obviously from Detroit, all right, one of the Cast Tech guys, uh, and actually got a play in last game against the Cast Tech guy. But uh, uh, tell me how the transition has been. Now we're into year three. Kind of walk me through kind of how it was getting here and and to where you're at right now. Uh, Really just my true freshman year was just trying to get adjusted to the game, you know, get adjusted to the speed of the game just with – you know, high school, you can kind of do more things that you want to do, but in college, you really got to watch films, study guys' habits, and really just more mental than, than high school. You know, you could just go out there and go off your, your physical talents, but, you know, college, you got to watch film, get in the weight room. So it's, it, besides that, it was it was really the same. But is, it, is there Was there anybody in particular that kind of helped you with that when you got here? Um, a lot of guys, uh, Jonathan Ward, Kobe, yeah. um, Coach Jackson. Uh, well, you better say Coach Jackson. Yeah, yeah definitely. Right? <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Um, you, you know, you did mention Kobe. Um, 
you know, tell me kind of, you know, what that was like, you know, when, when uh, you know, just kind of a freak injury like that, you know, that happened. Uh, well, when, when it happened, I just felt for him because um, it was kind of just out the blue. And then, you know, as, as time went on, I really just had to lock in and realize that and you know, I had to feel that, feel what, what he brought to the team. You know, can't replace him, but just understand that I got to fill that role and, you know, do more for the team and what my coaches and teammates ask of me. You know, when you mentioned, you know, having Jay Ward and, and obviously Kobe when you first got here, and, and we've got a couple, you know, pretty good young guys, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, how have you kind of helped those guys? Uh, really just the same thing uh, Kobe and Jay Ward told me when I first got here just with film, you know. I really didn't know how to watch film when I first got to college. So just tell those guys when they watch film, you know, study the linebackers, study the the defensive linemen just study their tendencies. What do they like to do? How do they like to guard you out the backfield? And then really with the weight room, you know, you really got to get strong. You know, with anything you, you feel like you're good at, you know, keep working on it. And anything you know that's a weakness, you really have to lock in on it and, and, and work on it so it becomes strong suit. Yeah, you know, I mean, one of the things you talked about was the weight room, and, and that's probably one of the proudest things I am uh, <laughs> from, uh, from when you first rolled through the door. Right. Literally. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me how that's been in the weight room, man. Uh, it's been awesome. Um, usually guys, when they come to college, they come in at whatever size, and they usually get bigger. But when I came in, I think I lost since then about five, six pounds, you know, yeah. and turned it into muscle. So kind of had a different transition, but it's definitely been good to me. You know, and I just absolutely love the before and after pictures. Uh, <laughs> I, I know Joel shared that with you, I think, you know, yeah. from when you first got here. And, yeah. uh, and uh, you know, uh, in, in, in coming to Central Michigan and obviously being a part of our first recruiting class, in, in I kind of got in on the, the back end of it, you right. know, and, and uh, but – you know, what was it that you said, you know what, uh, Central Michigan's a place for me? Uh, I just really just tried to believe and trust in the process. Um, sitting down with you, you know, before signing day, everything seemed right to me, so I never really felt like I had to back out of anything. I just, you know, when, when it was time for me to commit to a school, I never really wanted to commit to a coaching staff necessarily because coaches can leave and people people can leave but I really want to you know commit to a school that I felt comfortable at regardless of who was there so in, in Central Michigan is very fortunate you made that decision <laughs> um, you know this is a guy that's going to have a heck of a career in front of him and you know the amazing thing he seems like he's been here forever but technically the way it is uh, played in four games as a freshman uh, we redshirted him mm -hmm. uh, last year didn't exist so technically, he's still a uh, redshirt freshman. Think Three of that. Year. Three-year yeah. redshirt freshman. Yeah. <laughs> How about yeah. that? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't know. A lot of people were asking me coming into this year, like, are you going to be a sophomore, a junior, or a freshman? I was like, I don't know. So, <laughs> I don't. Well, you know now. Yeah. <laughs> so the one thing, I think by the time he finishes, uh, he'll probably have two degrees, a master's, and a doctorate. So. There you right. go. Well, I tell you what, he doesn't look like a redshirt freshman, that's for sure. No, and, and doesn't play like one either. So, well, Lou, I, I appreciate you taking the time to, to stop by and visit and, and uh, just can't tell you how happy I am you're a Chippewa, man. Definitely. Thanks for having me, Coach. Can't wait to watch you at home oh. this week. Hey, by All the right. way, uh, he won Mac Freshman of the Year last year. Does that mean he can still win it this year? What's the? I mean, technically, yeah. He could be the <laughs> only two-time returning. Yeah, that, that's a good point. I never even thought of that. So. There you go. All right.
By the way, there's uh, been six players now, CMU football, that have won MAC Freshman of the Year. You want to know uh, a couple of the other guys, some dude named Antonio Brown, another Dan Lefevre guy, and uh, Sweet Lou Nichols. How that's about right. that? How about that, Lou? Yeah, that's that's pretty tall cotton right there, huh? Yeah, it's an honor to be you know, mentioned with those guys. So That's right. Yeah. Well, good. Well, that's Lou Nichols. Uh, he was good on Saturday, 135 yards. Touchdown. We'll see what he can file that up with against Robert Morris. We'll talk to the man in the backfield with him, Darius Bracey, when we come back on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Thanks, Lou. Couple more segments here on the second Coach Mack show from Hunter's Ale House in Mount Pleasant. Adam Jackson, Jim McElwain, and Darius Bracey from quarterback, running back to then at Central Michigan defensive back. And as Coach Mack mentioned earlier, got to pull you back over the offensive side of the ball, running a lot of Wildcat over the last couple of years. Yes, sir. Um, I've been loving it. Uh, I missed the offensive side of the ball, and I'm glad I'm back. So, so you know. Um, uh, People wonder kind of like where you're from. When, when I tell them you're from L.A., all right, what's that? You know, everybody says, wait a minute, this guy's not a California guy. What, what, tell me about L.A., man. That's Alabama. That's right. That's lower Alabama. Mobile They're, Alabama. That's exactly <laughs> right. So, uh, and, and uh, you know, your trip here, we talked a little bit about that a year ago. But tell us a little bit about your high school career as a kind of a quarterback and in, in, uh, slash type player? Uh, well, junior year, sophomore year, I was a running back. But then my senior year, we didn't have no quarterback. So, like Coach Mack always say, being a good team player, you know, so I say I step up and fill in the quarterback role. And I end up being blessed with some scholarships, and I end up here at Central Michigan. In fact, uh, outdueled a guy I watched on film, and in uh, outdueled a guy we we uh, actually recruited at uh, University of Florida by the name of Kadarius Tony that, right. that actually was a first round draft pick, and, right. and you you outdueled him in that game. <laughs> yeah, our spring game. Oh, uh, uh -huh. it was going back and forth, you know, neck and neck. Uh -huh. I think that's what really put my name on in the city. So yeah, no no doubt about it. it transition wise, obviously, like you said, you you, you played. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, but kind of how was that when, okay, hey, Brace, let's let's come over here and do this full-time? Uh, talk about defense side of yeah, the ball? Yeah, coming over to offense from defense. Oh, well, it was nothing new to me. I just came right over and did what I had to do. You know, it was, it was right at home for me, so it, it never left my body, you know. So, I mean, when I first got the ball in my hands, I said, hmm, let's see if I still got it. Right. And I surprised myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, and I think, you know, that was one of the things we discovered when, when we started to do some of those two-way practices that uh, this guy needs a ball in his hands. And, and uh, you know, one of the things that kind of goes unnoticed that I don't think a lot of people see is the importance of special teams. And, you know, they, they think about the kicker, they think about the punter or the long snapper, but really the importance of all those phases uh, and, and tell me how you kind of approach that, because you are one of the demons that we have on our special teams. Yes, sir. Uh, I start on four special teams, and uh, I take all of them serious because that's still part of the uh, game. You know, one play can go wrong on punt or punt return; they can flip the whole momentum of the game and give it to the other side of the uh, to the opponent. So you got to take every every play, every snap serious. You know, uh, 
you got to come out there with full throttle, you know, so you got to take it serious like Coach Max say. Yeah, and, and uh, i tell you what, one of the core guys that, that uh, plays every single snap, I don't think people realize sometimes how many snaps he plays because, uh, you know, those are kind of hidden snaps and yet the most important snaps that you have on a, on a football team. Uh, how, how was it kind of when, and, and uh, you know, I asked Lou this, just, uh, you know, when Kobe went down, you know, how, tell me kind of how that was and, and the mood of the room and, and kind of what that did, you know, with you guys. Well, when I first seen him go down, I was kind of shocked. I was like, whoa, okay, it was just, it was just like a regular play, you know. And um, first thing I thought to myself, I was like, why bad things always happen to good people? Yeah. You know, so, but after I talked to Kobe one-on-one, he made me feel better, even though it was his injury. So you can tell how special Kobe Lewis is because he's a great leader and he, he's a big part of this team, you know, so. He made me feel better. He the one told me, hey, man, you got to step up now. You know, this is what you've been wanting. You know, it's time to go show people what you can do. So I took that in hand, and, you know, everywhere we go, we, we care for with us. That's right. Uh, you know, one of the last questions here, because I know we've got to jump, but uh, when we kind of put in some of the Wildcat stuff, you know, what, what kind of were your thoughts with that? I said, man, I hope they let me throw it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, we've got to definitely get that pass in there. There's no doubt about it. Darius Bracey, uh, junior running back from Mobile, Alabama, L.A. L.A. He's from it. L.A., man. That's right, from yeah. L.A. Well, hey, yeah. uh, great job. Five rushes, 44 yards. Saw that big one on Saturday. Looking forward to seeing you back at home at Kelly Short Stadium on Saturday. Thanks for joining us. I think you got my stats wrong. <laughs> Yeah. Um, man, I got to do my job better than that. I mean, yeah, give me your stats, will you? There was three, three carries for 62. One there we carry, go. One, uh, one receiving for 29. See? Yeah, there you go. Good thing Brock's not in here. He slapped me across the face right now. That's exactly right. Uh, well, thanks for, thanks thanks for, for checking me, right. Darius. All right, man. We'll Let's be back to wrap up the Coach Max show on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield, presented by <laughs> Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Parts. Count on West Branch Automotive or Rose City Automotive. And Coach McElwain. How are you? Well, <laughs> we're getting the sound all tested out. So. I'm glad we got that. You know, I, that must have been the same guy who did the stats. Yeah, it right? probably was. Yeah. Screwed that Brock, you missed yeah. it, but I'm officially yeah. stepping oh, down. I didn't miss it. Oh, yeah. it was right here. <laughs> you you were right here. <laughs> I love it. Marion Lukes was the one with five rushes for 44 yards. I, I appreciate Darius for checking me. Yeah. Um, we're going to get to watch all those guys at home on Saturday, Kelly Short Stadium. Uh, Coach, just again, people are in the area, and uh, they yeah. haven't had the opportunity let's, let's to go to the out. game. So Let, Let's yeah. get out and go to a ball game. And, uh, no, I just uh, support these guys. I, I can't tell you how much this team has, has grown and, and what great kids they are and and uh, just get the people out there and, and get behind them. I, uh, I'm really looking forward to the day. Well, certainly Brock and I are as well. Again, uh, you take for granted some of the little things, the cannon, the marching chips, yeah. I mean, just the maroon and gold. We saw some kind of tough to see the gold in the mix of Missouri gold sure. on Saturday. So it'll really stick out again on Saturday at home. No, it'll be it'll be good, and it's it's, it's good quality opponent and be great football and, and – uh, you know, like I said, I mean, here's an opportunity. Let's let's get out and support the chips. And, and I want to say thanks to the people here that, that showed up tonight. And, and I really appreciate that. And, and uh, 
You know, it's it's great to be back in football season. Oh, you ain't lying, buddy. Yeah. It's the best time of year. <laughs> yes, it is. It feels real this time. It, does it ever mess up your hunting? Well, last year was fantastic. <laughs> I'll go. be honest okay. with you. I did, there you go. I did get like six weeks where I got to do, I did a lot of fun stuff that I haven't been able to do in over a decade, right? And then, That's right. And yeah. then for like a decade and a half before that. So uh, I will tell you that it was a nice pause, yeah. but I'm much happier now uh, that we get to play a full schedule. So very excited about that. That's right. One down, 11 to go. Hey, wanted to sneak this in before we get out of here. Uh, talk about the coaching staff and obviously losing the head coach last week. They still went down there on the road and handled their business. That had to make you really proud that you knew that they could do it, but just seeing them do it as well. Well, you know, I've, I've, I've praised this staff since we put it together. And uh, I think the people on the inside uh, recognize the quality of coaches, the quality of people. Uh, that we have on this staff and and it's we're so fortunate to have these guys here in Mount Pleasant um, coaching for the chips and and you know what it didn't miss a beat um, which you know maybe to some guys might you know hurt their ego but I was <laughs> like you know god this is great mm-hmm. you know and uh, and uh, really made me proud you know Timmy Skipper did a fantastic job kind of handling uh, the in-game stuff and the trip and all that kind of stuff uh, you know, Aches and, and Barb's did a did a really good job offensively and defensively. And, and you know what? You, you could tell. I mean, the guys went out and they were organized. And, and uh, you know, I got great feedback from people on the trip, you know, just about how they handled it. And, and you know what? That, that put a smile on my face. Yeah, and then uh, getting to get back with the team, I'm sure, after they came back, that had to be special kind of reunite, uh, reuniting with them after getting to see them in person again. And, congratulating them on, well, on playing tough well realizing that, that the coaches got home about 4 30 in the morning and uh you know i had a staff meeting that morning because i wasn't doing anything you know I, I, so you got a good uh, night's yeah sleep. I, I mean i slept great you know i don't, I don't know what was wrong with them <laughs> so you said you praised the coaches do you do that to their face because i've heard that you know I, I, you know, maybe they don't know that you're well, praising them let's put it this way i doubt i, I doubt they're listening you know right. so um but uh no, I, 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 I told them how, how happy I of was course, yeah. for them. And, and, uh, good group of guys, and yet you're right, I maybe get after them a little bit. That's too. what you're supposed to do. That's yeah. your job. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, good luck on Saturday. Looking forward to seeing you and, guy, uh, and the guys out there and you back on the sidelines and go get them against Robert Morris. Yeah, and, uh, you know, let's get some people out there and maybe have a butter Bud Light from Fabiano Brothers, huh? What do you think? I know I will. Okay, good. <laughs> that sounds good. 3 o'clock on Saturday, our pregame begins at 2 o'clock. Myself, Brocateras, Chris Jared, and we certainly hope that you can make it out to Kelly Short Stadium. Check out that new Chippewa Champion Center. It's going to look great. Biggest video board in the MAC and the best fans, of course, in the Mid-American Conference. We'll talk to you on Saturday. Fire up chips.